Hey, I am Luis Moleto, and this is... Uh, still have problems with calling it a podcast, but it's a podcasting platform, so I'm going to call it a podcast. Uh, where I usually just go over my re- my weekly notes, how my week went. It's a way to uh, for me to check in every week. Um, my bullet points is where my time went, any notes that I capture... Um, any thoughts that I had that I want to revisit that I just kind of want to explore and kind of voice and talk out loud. Also, how I'm doing my physical health, emotional health, or that mental health, really some of the things that happen every week. Uh, spiritual health as well. Uh, my finances, um, if I'm achieving my goals, how am I getting close to those? Also, I check in what I read this week, anything that stuck out, any books that I'm reading. And what I'm listening to, maybe a lot of podcasts, uh, maybe not so much, um, audiobooks, and what I'm listening to on Spotify, which is my current player, and then upcoming, anything that might be coming in in the next couple of weeks. I try to keep these short, but uh, tend to be tangential. But um, So if you stay around, you're going to get to hear what happened to me this past week. Thanks for listening. Hey, today is April 24th, 2022, and this is sort of, in a way, how my last week went. So I spent a lot of time as yoga as usual and a couple of walks outdoors since things are kind of, the weather has been nice. Today is a little bit rainy, but most of the week has, was actually fairly nice and uh, fairly good uh it was kind of cloudy, so it wasn't a sun. It wasn't very sunny, but at least the temperature was favorable and good for to go on a walk. So I'm trying to do that as much as as much as I can. I also spent a lot of time reading on Saturday, which would have been yesterday. I went through my pocket list, my read it later app or read later app what i use i had a list that it was one of those things that was becoming daunting um i've put a lot of things in there and i never got through it i never got to to see if i was still even interested in some of the topics that were in there some of them were things that i already read somewhere else um some i actually went through but a lot of them i i just archived them which they're not deleted they just kind of are away from my list because the subjects weren't of interest anymore or and some of them I just kind of start read the the opening couple of lines and went back to the conclusion and if I can kind of piece things together from the beginning to the end and I in title then I just wouldn't I wouldn't bother to read the whole thing if there was any gaps as far as like Man, how how did we get here? Or wait, the conclusion. So I usually go start to read maybe the f- second paragraph. Like okay, whenever the author or the writer makes the conclusion, that's when I was like, okay, this is kind of sort of how I thought it was going to end, or this is weird, or or that doesn't make sense. But at least now I have it uh, all cleaned out, and and it just feels a little bit liberating in a way. 
also spent some time studying for that CAPM that I had a little bit of uh, this past week and I, I was going through you know how many decisions I'm taking and sometimes I just I take too much too much time because I'm trying to do too many things in the sense of I'm pushing myself to not waste anything, not waste the time that I've been giving because that's what you hear that's what I hear at least from the voices that I'm listening to being mostly podcasts or authors or newsletters. It's like, oh, this is such a great time. You shouldn't waste it doing this. Or you shouldn't waste it with that. You should start your own business. And I, have, when I was going through my review earlier today, I kind of started writing all these things that are in my head, right? And it, there's no conflicting because I, there's not enough time in the, at least in my day to go through it. I will have, <laughs> I will need a lot more people to help me out with that. And some of those are things that are mostly trivial. So I, there was a lot of that kind of in my mind, just swimming around. Because I wanted to do too many things because I'm... And it comes back to this thing that I've revisited a couple of times as I review my week, which is in a way to examine my life. And that's the reason why I really keep doing this, even though it might seem like it's... Uh, you know, for for some, and, I, and definitely for me, because I go through this back and forth, it might seem like I'm just it's self-centered and I'm egotistical, that it's mostly for my ego, that I'm thinking of myself. But this is, this just helps me clarify. You know, so people write. I'm a little bit afraid of writing in public. My grammar, I don't find it very good. And it's something that I'm... Tr- I, I will overcome in the next couple of years as I put more effort into it. That is definitely something that I want to improve as I'm starting to see more and more ways that it can help in a in a career or to for me to have a an income, right? Being from a job or I don't know, being some kind of side work or something like that. Or keep the job that I have or just See, look for another job but right now I'm not ready for that step and so recording it just feels natural because I'm I tend to talk to myself which I think a lot of people do and I I always think that I'm crazy because I'm I, I do it right because I, I, it's like you get this to witness your own blooper reel right your own whenever you stumble and you're clumsy which we all are um we're clumsy and idiots in, in our own kind of way and, and that is not to say that we're um to be demeaning but as a way that that it's that we're human right that we're not perfect and we shouldn't strive for perfection and we shouldn't beat ourselves up because we're not perfect and you say and it makes sense you hear it but it's really when the time gets rough. It's really when you're in a rut, whenever you get bad news, whenever the project that you were working on turned out to be to fail, whenever it's three and you feel like, man, what did I do today? Or I just didn't feel like you did anything worth anything. Or as we all do, we 
we start looking to see what else is doing, and you f- you feel like you're being left out in some kind of way. At that during those times, it's hard to remember. So by recording this and and making it a in my mind, I make I have a calendar reminder, and I set myself up, and I right now I I think I I think I'm gonna start recording in, in my bedroom closet. It's fairly big. It's not. It's, it's a walk-in closet. It, um, it's not huge, but I can close the door, and it just makes it more of an less distracted distraction. And you know, I'm telling myself that I'm working on the audio because there's less less space, right? So the audio is supposed to be better. But anywho, but as a way to examine my week and therefore my life, because things come to mind as I'm recording this, it just. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I do it. It's not for whatever whoever is listening, and you know, it's one of those things. It's if anybody benefits from it, then that will be wonderful. Um, but that is not the main driver, at least not right now. As far as attention goes, um, I usually talk about my notes, but I think I'm not going to talk about those anymore. They don't make much sense to review those because the notes usually come from stuff that I'm listening, reading, or watching. So it just kind of feels a little redundant. And the notes I usually capture to revisit. For example, I had a couple of podcasts that I listened to and I enjoyed them this past week. So what I did is I, I use Overcast as my podcast app. And I just sent myself a link to my Notion. And I, from there, um, at the end of the week or today, I go check what were the show notes. And if there's anything in the show notes that... I want to follow up with and I go from there. And if not, I just take it that I enjoy the conversation and a lot and some things were probably went in my um, subconscious, right? Because I was listening to it. So subconsciously, there's some things that went in there. Uh, because I, And sometimes I just enjoy the conversation. For example, I, and Terry Crews, which is an actor, has a new book, so he's doing the tour. And Tim Ferriss had him in his book and his show. And I forgot how how good it's to listen to him, and and he's just enjoyable and and, and just in depth and open up and 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 in reality, I don't, I don't as of this moment, I'm not looking to, um, to buy the book, but I did enjoy the conversation because they were talking about some things that were, and I like whenever the host opens up as well because not every guest do, does that for the host so whenever i see that the host is, in, is engaged it just I'm, this is different because you know after a couple of interviews you kind of start going through the motion so whenever the host gets engaged in a different manner it's, it's a conversation that just kind of makes sense so there was two from this week that it was aj jacobs um he has a new book as well and the conversation was just fun. It was just entertaining. They were talking about puzzles. It was like, how, what would you write a book about puzzles? Well, AJ Jacobs, um, he would be the guy to write that and make that enjoy, enjoy, um, have a uh, enjoyment. Right? You can enjoy it and, and be joyful and it's entertaining and all that stuff. But um, anyway, so that is to say, nothing from the notes this week. I did capture some notes, but nothing that um that I'm going to add to the recording. As far as reading, I'm still going through some as I'm just reading one a night. And a couple of nights ago, I just um, I was just tired and I, I didn't get the one for the night, but I caught up with it. The next 100 years, this week, I didn't read as much of it. I'm debating if I want to continue reading the book. 
I'm lose I've lost a little bit of interest on it. But I want to see if I'll pick it up this week after I clear the pot my pocket app and I don't have much else going on. Um so I think I'm gonna see if I can get re-engage with it. As a, you know, there's some things that are probably because this book was written in twenty ten, you know, the pandemic happened and and that wasn't talked about in the book. In so there's some things that are probably not as relevant. He was in, in the author is not trying to be he's at said at the beginning of the book, he's not gonna he's not going to get everything right. But I see it as an exercise, as in thinking and expanding your mind and looking at possibilities and what's possible. And um, and that's something that I'm, I'm that's the reason why I'm reading the book. But um, so I'll, I'll, I'm looking forward to getting back on it. Also reading Monocle's March issue. I have the April issue in there, but um I'm gonna. I uh, already paged through it, just to see if there's anything that caught my mind. Nothing really caught my eye as far as to got to read it. So I'll continue with the previous issue and then go on the next one. Read some things about Web three, Doomer, <laughs> Doomer optimism, which um, this came through Taylor Pearson, which is a newsletter I receive. Um, he had linked up this. He has. In the newsletter, he talks about what he caught his eye, what caught his attention this past week, which usually is articles and things like that. And he adds a good summary of the article, why it's relevant to him, uh, which is kind of something I, I, I take as a, a little bit of a muse. But one of the articles was from Tucker, Tucker Max, who is, you know, he's very polarizing in the way, in the way he, he writes. He's an author, he's a writer. Um, but he he tends to be very polarizing because he's he just shoots it how it is and talks how it is. But anyways, he was talking about uh, being not a, along the lines of a prepper, but um, how you know he was putting out there as well how he sees things coming and what he's doing to prepare for the future that he sees coming in the next year or two. Uh, he did this recently. This part, this uh, thing was uh, this blog post was from recently so um there's some things that are relevant i just wanted again i just wanted to see what are the principles that's what i am trying to go to is not so much as to do everything by the book and trying to figure out yeah um i'm gonna do everything you say it's more what's your thinking how you're thinking about this what gets people in to you know down some a path of, of uh putting things together and adding and 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 you know people are and he i think he's definitely he's a smart individual he's a writer uh, he he's educated he has um, a jd and you know so he's not an idiot finding means or just from random yahoo that showed up so i wanted to see what he got and you know i've i've heard his side of the story from other people um, but I did learn a couple things. And I was like, you know, <clears throat> like he put an emphasis uh, on community. Um, that is something that is fairly strong, which a lot of people don't. Since the typical prepper mindset is, I'm going to take care of myself on my own. And nobody is going to come rescue me. But he has some of that. But he also has some of it as a, you need to have a community around you. Because in our reality, if things go south real quick and 
you find yourself in your worst case scenario that you prepare for, who says that you're not going to become a target for somebody that wants your stuff? And you might have ammunition, and you, but in our reality, you might be outnumbered. And that's, you know, it's a different thought anyway. So, and this kind of hits my doom, my prepper kind of vibe that I sometimes get. I mean, just for emergency preparations, that's what I'm looking for. And this is something that I always had, um, really growing up with hurricanes and then living in Louisiana and now in uh, in the Texas area, <clears throat> it, you know, natural events happen as, as far as weather gets crazy and, and that's mostly what I was preparing for. It's mostly for weather issues because that's what I grew up with. Um, but then from there, you kind of start getting interested in some other things. But And I also um, read something about 100 Tips for a Better Life. It's something that I had on my pocket list and I went through it and I highlighted a couple of things I had home with me this past week. As far as listening, the Tim Ferriss Show, the Art of Manliness podcast, I got a book from there that I have coming. Proof is this is a podcast from Kevin Rose. Particularly, it's from his um, Proof is Col- Proof Collective. is a mostly around NFTs and Web three. Um, so I listened to a podcast with him in Alexis Ohanian. He's um, I guess the founder uh, of um, Reddit. So there were some good things that I got from there. The Hero Man Lab podcast. Um, I always listen to whatever he puts out. And the Radical Personal Finance is another one that uh, I listen to. So I try to have a little bit of a mix. As far as um, watching, Do Not Talk to Cops is the video that I <laughs> I caught, that I saw. Um, it's an old video, but um, it's just a, a criminal, uh, criminal lawyer um <laughs> goes down a couple scenarios of why you shouldn't talk to cops. Um, and there was a cop that came in afterwards and agreed with everything he said. So it wasn't like he was trying to evade the law or anything. It's mostly, it's just how quickly things can get out of hand because of, it's really, it was a way for you um, to prepare how you think you might, how you in your head you think you got everything set up, you you have your story, everything is right, you're innocent, you're everything. And then, because you're a human being, you're going to make a mistake. So the best thing you can do is not talk to cops. And then also, um, I've read some things about a nuclear family, nuclear family, how it broke down. or something from an article from The Atlantic. Uh, Byzantine generals. It was some, something about Bitcoin. Casey Neistat came out with a new video. Um, it was short. He had a thing with... Uh, a museum, I think the museum in the future in Dubai. So I watched his video. He's always entertaining, and uh, and then I also had caught a video from one Matt Encina, which is, he's a uh, not a productivity guy, but sort of in a way. Um, I just like his style. And then Matt Diavello, he was talking about his new setup, and he's been talking more about his life and things like that. And then I caught a couple of videos about acro yoga, which is um, intense. As far as body goes, um, really, I think I've messed up one of my uh, fingers, my pointer finger on my left hand um, in advanced flow. I, 
uh, which is that advanced class that I do on Saturdays. I don't know how I did it, but it's, it's better today. But yesterday was pretty sore. I'm still trying to keep still an eye on my left knee. Um, I think it's a combination of having a standing, you know, working on a standing desk, which I am standing most of the day, plus yoga, plus walking. Because now, right now, it's it's fine. But today, I didn't go on a walk yesterday or today. So, and I also didn't stand because I wasn't at work. Um, so I think that has to do something with it. And I'm also doing the kettlebell. I'm doing about 20 swings. And, you know, there's some knee action there as well. So I'm sure that's actually something that I just realized that, I'm, that I forgot about. Sleeping has been okay. Not complain. No complaints there. And then um, trying to figure out light situation. Um, mostly how to get a start the day with bright light in my eyes. Um, after listening to the Andrew, the Huberman Lab podcast. He was talking about light. Um, something that he's very knowledgeable on. And I was like, well, maybe I'm just trying to see what I can do. I, I think I got the nighttime routine fairly set up because of my my house is fairly dark. But and during the day, it's challenging because I get up before the sun comes out. So I have a, like an hour before the sun starts going out. And then by the time I'm usually already in the groove to get in front of my computer for work. So what I'm doing right now is turning on the overhead lights, which are LED blue lights, which I had there already. And then I have a desk lamp that is pretty bright. So I figure that will help some. And then I'm thinking about getting a DEXA scan uh, here locally because I haven't had uh, anything like that in a while. And uh, I just wanted to see if what I'm doing as far as changing my eating habits, if that's affecting my uh, lean mass, if it's going down, if... I'm if I'm <clears throat> quote unquote maintaining my weight because I'm gaining fat and losing lean mass, which is a, a not, not what I want to do at all. I don't think that's the case, or at least it's not as severe if that's the case. But again, I want to be able to look at that. As far as my mind, really, um, kind of what I mentioned earlier, it's been so, it was so so this week, just kind of overwhelmed with information, trying to put everything um, in the front burner. And then I go, I'm not going to repeat it here, just kind of lengthy, and it became more of a brain dump. Um, it's all the things that I was holding on to that moment that I could write. It's a, a good paragraph of all the things that I that I could come up with that I'm trying to balance out in my head. Things like, you know, you have so much opportunities, work, you know, you're trying to go vegan. What about the environment? What about the climate change? You know, who's God? What is God? <laughs> and all these and even just saying it kind of becomes overwhelming, but and that was uh, mostly how my mind was. But then you know it all summarizes in the next part, which is usually the spiritual part is is all effing noise. Um, I try not to curse in this because um, I don't know what's going to be the legacy of this recording, so I try not to curse. Um, but I think everybody knows what when I say effing, what that means. Um, it's all effing noise. And then, as far as community, uh, I, I got changed a couple of text messages to my brother. I'm, tr- um, I'm trying to be better at if I think of somebody to message them. I, for some reason, the only the person that comes to mind right now is um, Scott Galloway, who is um, he has a well known 
podcast, Prof G podcast. He has a it's a company called um, Section Four, um, and he has a couple of um, you know he's a professor at NYU. He you know big deal, uh, especially around tech. But anyways, one he has this thing at the end of each of his uh, podcasts, not the office hours ones, the regular ones. I think I forgot what days it comes out. He has two two podcast weeks. And one of them, he has the algebra of whatever happiness, uh, money, something. This is whenever he gets wise, right? He's a he's in his fifties. He's he has, I think he's oldest is fourteen years old. He he's fifty something. Um, so definitely a wealth of knowledge, right? Um, and of course, as a professor, it's almost like he cannot help it. <laughs> uh, but anyways, one thing he said is like whenever he thinks of somebody. He uh, he just sends him a message for whatever reason. It's like, hey, the thought of you, hope you're doing well, kind of thing. And I took that and was like, man, I sh- that is not that difficult. So I try to do that with family, with people that I think about that are like on LinkedIn and things like that. And and if they don't reply, that's okay. Even though sometimes it might hurt my feelings, right? But that's just me. That's not them, because I'm setting my expectations way too high and upon them as well. But anyways, and as far as money, no changes, just um, a tax refund. Uh, so, um, not to, well, still getting tax refund because some things that were happened in the past that we still um, are still showing up. And then, but I'm glad that was done because <laughs> in the past couple of years it has been, um, we've had to have for an extension, which is all the way October, and then during the pandemic that also affected things. So. It, right now, I'm, for some things, uh, my wife, and and I still refer to her as my wife, right? Because we're separated, but not divorced. So, in the eyes of the law, she's still my wife. Um, the, that she she kind of got that, uh, we got to figure it out earlier this year. And um, she's going through a lot. And uh, something that I, you know, something else I was hanging on to this week is it's, I can, there's things that you can fight from both uh, sides, and you should, right? And, well, I don't want to use, oh, take that back, should, no. It's something you could do, and I think it will be wise if you do, if you fight things from both ends. In, in, in my relationship, I've, I try to do that. And sometimes I I end up worse than when I start because I don't I it would be good if I can talk to to some a professional or somebody that is outside from a, that is outside of you know the tangle of everything that it is being married for for more than a year for a couple of years in a relationship for some with somebody for that long. But then, you know, our last exchange, I just learned that she was going through a lot, which. She goes through a lot, and most of the reason the reason why we're in current situation is because she was going through a lot and and she couldn't figure things out of where how she felt about me or how she felt about herself, and it all became too much and sadly, I became the thing to let go of i even though sometimes it it's it I have issues seeing it clearly but 
I keep myself uh, not to keep not to think that I'm that important, but um, that she was trying to protect me, that she's trying to protect me from what she's going from, what she's going through, and it hurts me because it's almost I can't help her because I'm she doesn't want my help, and it's a predicament. And I find myself at times like that. That uh, I just don't want to bring people in my life sometimes because I'm trying to protect them. I don't want I don't because I don't want them to um, I don't know because I just don't and this is maybe I just don't know if I'm worth the attention. And it's, it's always goes back to that, a sense of worth. I'm trying to change that because, and it's hard and, and outside of the pandemic, right? Because that, that, that just seems like the justification for a lot of things. But outside of that and what that came brought, I find myself just, now I'm looking for a community and mostly it's because I thought I had one and I, I don't have one anymore. I had to step away from my family whenever I was, you know, until recently. Because it was a, it's the only way that I saw that I was going to grow. That I was going to get other habits. That I was going to start seeing the world differently. And I'm glad because there's things that I see very different. Um... And and I'm glad that I'm that I have that understanding, that I that I had the courage, if I can use those words, I'm gonna use that word, to step away and deal with some of the backlash that came with it. And now I'm trying to get back in there as a, and it's difficult, right? Because you've been gone. I've been gone for a while, so not completely gone, but disconnected and uh, and it's hard it's just hard in that to feel like you belong somewhere I think we're all looking for that in a way or another and you know that's one of the reasons why I record this because I I don't know where this is because this is going up into the web and who knows where the web the internet if it's going to be web whatever i mean right now we're talking about three but that soon enough by the way things are moving you know in a couple of years we're going to be talking about five six and you know five s if we're going to go with the apple stuff um but i just feel like i'm just putting out the message that we're all trying to find something some place where we belong but but at the same time is that is such an internal thing it is such a definition of what belonging is because belonging is is a definition that you carry with you if belonging means that you want to be understood you know belonging might mean that you just want a home that you want to be accepted by who you are. There's so many nuances with the word belong. 
And um, and I've, at times there's a battle between do I belong anywhere? Do I want to belong anywhere? And on the other side is, is anybody, would, would anybody accept me? And that's when things get a little harder, right? Because I started kind of navel-gazing and kind of going down that path. But, um, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know where I was going with that, but, um, uh, it's just, you know, I, 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 I just hope that at some point, you know, there's, I'm starting to see some threats. So I see hope. I see that it, I, I might end up with a small group. But at least it'll be a group. I started to see some things come together. People open up and then me opening up, opening up for them. But I just had to accept myself, accept them. And um, and that has been easier. That's been easier whenever I I accept them f- just as they are. And uh, and I also accept myself just like I am. <laughs>